Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our Hearts Surrendered. My name is Sophie, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What's up, guys? My name is Addison, and I'm the other co-host of Our Hearts Surrendered. This time last year, we started an incredibly popular series that we loved and a lot of our viewers loved, and we were just soaking up every opportunity to reflect lately, and as you can tell from our recent episodes, and we decided to bring back our creators for a little bit of catching up. So this series is called Catching Up with the Creators, and we're joined by Chris Casey today. Last year, we talked about finding rest, and we are so excited to just talk about what this last year has been like for him. Um, but before we hop in, we're going to just have him introduce himself. Yo, <laughs> what's up? Um, thank you guys so much uh, just for having me. Um, it was a blast last time, so I'm really looking forward to it this time too. Awesome. We're so excited that you're on the show again. So um, Chris, can you tell us a little bit about your experience with being a Christian content creator? Awesome. So um, being a Christian content creator, it's seriously um such a blessing and i feel like um a lot of people when they're in their lane of influence they don't realize how much of a blessing it is um because sometimes whenever we're so used to something um we can kind of uh degrade um our own personal view of our impact in that area Um, but when it comes to somebody outside looking in then they truly are just really blessed by um, what that person is doing in their lane of influence and so um, my uh, thing with being a content creator is I just love to portray my heart through action Um, and so my way of just kind of worshiping the Lord um, obviously I spend time in worship and I spend time um, reading the word and stuff but my way of like um, putting Jesus's name out there is through content. Um, and so I know a lot of people, they'll be like um, writing poetry on the side or they'll be like creating art on the side, like paintings and stuff or like music and stuff. And then they'll go and put it on uh, like a platform or something. I'm not creative <laughs> in that way at all. Um, I'm more so just like, uh, God, what, what do you want to speak through me? Um, and so people use like their talents and then they incorporate into this other lane. Um, and for me, uh, I, um, like that's my way of like really worshiping Christ with my action, um, is really just putting, um, his word out there and also just conveying not only his heart, but my heart, um, for people to understand his heart if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. I totally get what you're saying. Um, I think a lot of times, especially what you were hitting on at the very beginning, it's like we don't realize how privileged we are um, until we realized like, okay, the the easiest example I can think of right now is like, I didn't realize how much of a privilege it is to live in America and not be persecuted for my faith until I started like actually researching what was happening in Afghanistan right now. Um, And with the Taliban and stuff, I just listened to an episode – of Jenny Allen's podcast that had a pastor who is like in, t- in Afghanistan, like actually experiencing what's happening. And I was like, yeah, I just did not realize that that's something that I should be thankful for. Like we talked about, it with Colin Ellis last year too. We were just like, we can go to coffee shops and do a Bible study. And he, we asked him for one bold prayer and he said for persecution. And I was like, absolutely not <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, but the same thing goes for being a Christian content creator, even just having a platform of any sort, um, we kind of 
tend to neglect the honor and privilege it is to just be a vessel of Christ because we could be serving a God who just is known. And then we have like simply no purpose because he could just be all powerful and he could just like mm-hmm. be worshiped a hundred percent, but he gives us the choice and just the free will um, to love him and want to know him, which I just think is really cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I really liked what you were talking about, how um, you just, let God speak through you. Um, because I'm also not very creative. Um, but I still, um, am grateful that the Lord has given me the podcast to just talk. Um, cause you know, talking's fun. <laughs> so our yeah. next question is how has life changed for you since you started creating content? Um, so I'm going to kind of loop off of, um, what Addison said, um, with like persecution and stuff like that, um, in Afghanistan, um, for this question. And that's like, uh, when it comes to everything happening outside the United States, it's so easy to just like ignore it. Um, and, to just like push off to the side and be like, Oh, that's not happening in the United States. I don't need to worry about it. Um, but really like how much can we learn from what's going on over there? Um, because this past year, um, the question was, how has life changed for me since I started creating content? Um, I started creating about a year and a half ago. Um, and so just in this past year, it's really helped me with humility. Um, because for me, um, I start looking at things in an aspect of pedestals. Um, and so pedestals um, becomes pride. Um, and it's not just a pedestal of like me putting myself on a, on a pedestal as in, oh, I have a platform. Oh, I have this or that. Oh, I have this lane of influence, but really it's, it's also, um, the platform that other people put me on. Um, and whether that's people that follow me or if that's like my closest friends, um, I am able to, to see like these two different pedestals. And so for me, I can control the, the pedestal of pride the pedestal that I put myself on and really just learn to um, humble myself and really just um, serve and be there for people. Um, And at the same time is when other people put me on a pedestal, um, it's, I can't necessarily say like, Hey, don't put me on a pedestal. (laughs) Cause it's like, I I have to have like a a way to speak into their, their lives. Um, but what I'm saying is it gives me an, a, a way to be their friend. Um, let me simplify it with that. It gives me a way to speak into their lives because when somebody puts you on a pedestal, then, and they, they kind of see themselves below you, they're going to listen to whatever you say. And so that gives that person that they praise an opportunity to really speak into their lives for them to realize that, Hey, you don't need to put me on a pedestal. We're the same. You don't need to praise me. The only person worthy of praise is Jesus. Let's come to the same level and just kind of like minister to their heart and really help them see like, wow, this person that I thought was this person way up there, they, they really care about me. Um, and they're really portraying the heart of Christ to me. Um, and so the reason why I say the thing about pedestals is, um, we can kind of do that, um, with everything. 
it's not just like our lane of influence or something. It's like, Hey, like this person on this lane at this bowling alley is doing way better than me. Let me, <laughs> let me beat them or something. But at the same time, um, I just want to refer to Matthew 20, 16, that says the first shall be last and last shall be first. Um, it's really just coming down and, and being humble and realizing that, Hey, like we're doing life together. Um, we're here to minister with each other. We're here to, um, do life together. Um, and that's how it relates to the thing going on in Afghanistan too, is like, um, it's not just about America and like what's going on in America, just like, it's not just about us and what's going on in our lives. It's about what's going on in those areas, um, and the persecution they're seeing. And so, cause the thing that I experience isn't going to be the same thing that you both experience, um, or the people that are listening are, are going to experience. Um, we all experience things differently because we're all created differently. And so um, it's really just taking that heart impact of like what's going on. Because when I first heard about like what was going on, I'll be completely honest. I was just um, like, oh, this happens all the time. <laughs> it's like it's normal, but really like it, it shouldn't be normal. Um, I mean, the word does say that, hey, like we're going to go through these things. But at the same time, it shouldn't be normal for a Christian to look at it and normalize it. It should be like, hey, let me stand and pray. Let me stand and, and believe um, for these people and, and for protection and for um, continuation of their faith. It's like we can pray all day like, Lord, uh, take them out of the situation, like pull them out. But like um, Psalm 23 says, um, that even, even though we go through the darkest Valley, um, his rod and his staff, they comfort us. And so it's not like, Hey, let me pull you out of this Valley. It's like, Hey, God's going to walk you through it. And so, um, with persecution and with the, like people being killed over there, like not everybody's going to survive. And that's an awful thing to say, but at the same time, like pray for their faith pray for their faith that they're going to stand up and continue to um, proclaim Jesus Christ to the the people killing them um, and to the terrorists. And so um, it's just continuing to uh, humble yourself um, throughout all of the things that are going on, but at the same time, learning about those things, learning about what's going on in other countries to be able to minister to not only the people around you, um, but to the people you come in contact with in the future. Yeah, for sure. And I think that um, in the position in which you're in, and then we all in a way have um, this sort of platform, we all have a sphere of influence. Um, I don't really like the term platform when talking about like just such <laughs> yeah, a like, mundane totally thing. <laughs> it's like weird. Yeah, um, it's but like we definitely all have a sphere of influence um, mm -hmm. just in our friends and then also just people who just see us and know us or follow us on Instagram, whatever it is. Um, and I think in that, I just like love the idea that we are influencing people, which is like our purpose and our, like what our passion and our heart should be. And in that we can either influence them in like a positive way or a very negative way towards Christianity. Um, and like, if we're reflecting Christ in a healthy God honoring way, then we are like doing what we are called to do. Whereas yeah. if we are just like, distorting the view of god the image of god we're damaging the rep or reputation and um, around christianity and that's really mm -hmm. hard and i think that 
a lot of times, especially like in high school and, and like being young, I'm like, oh, I can do whatever I want because I have such a long life ahead of me that I'm going yeah. to like eventually do a really good job for the kingdom and whatnot. But like that is such an unhealthy standard, yeah. like as such an um, like a way of abusing God's grace. And um, I like see a lot of people that fall into that trap. It's like not just me, but part of having your sphere of influence um, is also just being vulnerable and open with mm-hmm. everybody that you meet. And um, that's something Sophie and I really try to focus on is just like surrendering how we're feeling and how we are failing. Because like, I know that listeners will hear this and be like, oh, hey, Addie struggles with pride and Addie does this and this and this and like feel some sort of resonance with it because yeah just because they know that they're not alone in it. And it's like, I think a lot of us, like you're saying, put people on pedestals that like they don't belong on. Obviously nobody belongs on a pedestal, but it's like not, there's not a single Christian content creator that I've watched that is perfect. Obviously none of us are, but Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes our brains just kind of do that because we see like we equate a number of followers with the value. And as value goes up, I think in our minds, perfection level goes up or something Mm -hmm. weird around that area. But um, I just think it's cool when I see content creators like you who are just um, being truthful and honest and vulnerable with their followers and like genuinely coming alongside them. And um, just like we're saying, like praying with the uh, missionaries in Afghanistan who are still loving and helping the Taliban, even though they're being killed by the same people yeah. um, and just being able to like simply do outreach um, completely changes the face of Christian content creator. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, like what Addy was saying about how you have positive or negative influence. I think the first step is like realizing that you do have influence and like not taking that lightly. Um, that's something that like, I think both Addy and I learned over time is just like what we say does like matter and um, being like careful about, or not careful, but just being like real and honest, like what Addy was saying, but also yeah. not letting that stop you from what you're saying um so we'll be right back to the show but first hold up it's time for a commercial break so make sure you follow us on instagram and make sure you go follow chris on instagram we'll link both of those in the show notes um if you want to email us you can it's ourheartsurrendered at gmail.com there's two s's um and also you should go check out our blog, Broken Vessels blog. Um, it's pretty cool over there. And last, you should leave a rating and review on the platform you're listening to if you want. It's pretty cool. If you don't want, that's okay too. Um, now, I think that's everything. Now back to our show. So Chris, how have you seen God move in and through you since we last talked? So I've just had a lot of different opportunities um, come around um, with just the ability to speak into other people's lives um, and into um, different situations. Um, and uh, like when it comes to like the Christian community, um, Addison was talking about how um, like perfection, like we can get like this idea of perfection. Um, and so when it comes to being a Christian creator, a lot of us get like that, that prideful idea of like, Oh, we're perfect. Oh, we're this or that because this many people look up to us this many people follow us. Um, but really um, like 
I I've had the opportunity to really just spend time with a lot of the other creators. Um, and during the whole last like year and a half of me creating content, I took like a six month break, um, or somewhere along those lines. I, I just kept taking repetitive breaks just because I, when I was creating content, um, I was doing a lot of content and ministry through that. But then at the same time, my full, my full-time job was also, um, ministry and, um, praying for people and stuff. And then also I was doing like zoom Bible studies and stuff. So I wasn't being poured into, I was pouring out constantly. And so I wasn't really getting poured into. Um, and so I went through like this really long, uh, time of just being drained and just empty. Um, and just pouring out from a place of emptiness rather than a place of overflowment. And so, um, I spent a lot of time just in that rest, um, and being poured, poured into by other people, but at the same time, um, when I'm being poured into by the community or by the people that I put my trust in, um, I am not just going to take, I'm going to also give back. And so when they're pouring into me, I'm going to pour into them too. And so I've had a lot of really tough conversations with a lot of different people in the community. Um, and so that's probably my favorite thing um, that I've seen just this last year is getting to see not only the breakthrough in my own life and the situations that I've been going through, but the, the breakthrough in my friends' situations and how much that they've developed. Um, and a couple names that just pop up in my head are like um, Sierra um, and Jamie T, like them too. Um, I've had a lot of like really good conversations with them. Um, and same with Colin Ellis. Um, we talked about him earlier. Uh, I've had a lot of really tough conversations with all of them and even times where I've gotten upset at them or they've gotten upset at me. And the number one thing that I've learned the most in the past year is forgiveness. Um, I was just at a creator meetup in San Antonio, um, with Colin and, and Jamie and a few other people, um, and I was just had a lot of bitterness in my heart. Um, and after like the first night, I was just like, I want to leave. Like, I want to get out of here. And, uh, Jamie like pulled me off to the side. He's like, dude, just stay. Um, you're going to get wrecked. And that first night I got absolutely wrecked. And then the second night we talked about forgiveness. Um, it wasn't even like a, Hey, let's, let's sit down and talk about this. It was just like one or two people sat down and started talking. And then next thing we know is we have like 20 people sitting down in a circle talking about unforgiveness and, and like uh, just the impact that um, that that has on our lives. And so somebody said something, I forget who it was, but it was saying how forgiveness isn't for the other person, it's for you. And that really cut me deep um, because the whole time I was like, I'm not going to forgive you because I know it hurts you, but really it doesn't hurt them. Like they probably don't even care about it. They probably totally forgot about it. Really. It's just for me. Um, and just learning how to forgive the other person for what they did to me, um, and stuff like that. And so that was a really tough conversation that we had, um, with just this massive group of people. And I just, that night, I just totally forgave everybody of everything, um, that was going on currently in the situation that I was going through. Um, and I just broke down and a few people in the room, those were the people that I was, uh, holding unforgiveness to. And I just went up to him, just hugged him and started bawling. 
and I don't cry. <laughs> I don't uh, really show much emotion. <laughs> and so it was super just like out of the ordinary um, for me, but it was just God just touching my heart um, and just really moving on uh, my character and just learning how to forgive um, and move on. Um, a lot of people say forgive and forget, but the thing is like a lot of people just forget, like they don't forgive. They, <laughs> it's just like, you got to pray like, God, what unforgiveness am I holding in my heart that I forgot about that I haven't forgiven for? Um, like, what am I holding against people? What am I holding against, um, not only present relationships, but future relationships? Like how can I better those relationships? And so, yeah, um, this last year I've just had the opportunity to, to not only speak into other people's lives um, and have those tough conversations, but also be spoken into. Yeah, that is huge. And on that, like a lot of people just forget. I am like the biggest, like, I just am so good at doing that. Um, there have been so many times where I like think I've forgiven somebody um, but in reality, I just like moved on. I was like, cause I'm usually pretty good about not lashing out and pe at people in anger. And I'm like, I'm just going to take some time. I'm going to separate myself from the situation, pray about it and whatnot. And then I just like, don't revisit it. Like, and I don't ever like touch base with them again. Um, and the amount of times that it is like come back to bite me and I just don't realize it. I'm just being like, they do one small thing and it's just like, I just am so um, bitter towards them because of it. And I just don't even like realize it. It's awful. It's a terrible way um, to do anything. So I absolutely resonate with that. Um, and like on forgiveness, it's also so difficult to like wrap my head around how it is so hard for us as humans to forgive for most people. Some people are really just naturally so good at forgiving um, and I admire them a lot, but like Christ forgives us every single time. Um, and I just think it's so incredible and I'm so thankful for that. Um, and I love that in Christian content creating for you, it's just created a community um, and just like allowed opportunities for that because um, of just like a bunch of people are creating content, just trying to glorify the Lord um, and that you can just bond with them over that and then um, share and just like have just such a wholesome, like deep relationship within one another and like true community, I think is just so cool. Um, and like, praise God for that. Yeah, I think that's really cool too. I also really resonate with what you're talking about, about um, pouring out, uh, but not getting poured into. I think that I can really tell in my life like when I am pouring out, but just, it's just empty. Um, and I think it's really important to take time and to rest. And I think that's really important. Um, so our last question is what is one bold prayer for the rest of this year and looking into the future? <laughs> so, um, you sent me the script ahead of time. Uh, and I really just prayed about this. Um, and when I heard what it was, I was like, man, like people always pray this. Um, but it's a, it's also a dangerous prayer. Um, but refinement, um, but I don't want to just say refinement. I want to put more of a, um, lane into it and it's a refinement of vision. Um, and so, uh, just praying for refinement of vision, um, not only is a vision of, like you seeing people 
and you seeing um, people in, in the the eyes of God and the heart of Christ, um, but also you seeing um, yourself and your future um, in the eyes of Christ. And so um, I've had a lot of times where I um, am just laying down in bed, just drained and just so uh, just kind of broken and where Christ really touches my heart. And he just reminds me of the things that he's called me to do and the things that he's put on my heart since I was a kid. Um, and cause I'll, I'll just be, I'll just be laying there and I'll just be thinking in my head, like I'm nothing. I'm just so like, I suck. I'm the worst. Like, I can't believe I did this or that. Um, which honestly, like, yeah, I do suck. I, I am the worst. I, I am this and that, but it's like, it, I'm not seeing myself in the eyes of God. Um, but I am nothing without Christ. Um, and so seeing, uh, Christ, um, or seeing yourself in the eyes of Christ, as in like, I am righteous, I am holy, I am, uh, created in the eyes of God. Um, I like when it comes to like personal image, um, like I go to the gym all the time and I'll be looking at like my body and, and, and stuff. I'll be like, Oh, uh, I could weigh this much more, or I could, um, be this bigger, uh, or I could, I could, um, I could lift this much more weight or something and just kind of like putting, um, numbers on it. But really it's like, Hey, like it doesn't matter if I go to the gym and if I can deadlift this amount, or if I can squat this amount, or if I can curl this amount, um, it really like, I need to learn to, to love the person that God created me to be. Um, because I, again, I'm creating the eyes of Christ. Um, so yeah, just prayer for refinement of vision. Yeah, that is a beautiful prayer. Um, and I like think that that's something a lot of people struggle with. Like I never, um, see myself the way that God sees me. And I know that like I'm created in his image and we all are obviously. Um, and I think that's just something that's so cool because if you're creating God's image, why would you want to insult that? Right. Especially when it comes to like body image and how you talk about yourself, um, even less than body image, just like even your personality. I think a lot of times I can like attack my own um, personality and how I act and speak. And I'm just like, this is how I created to be. And yes, there are ways that like we are called to improve and not be stagnant. Um, but there's also ways that we can like learn to love ourselves for how God created us to be. Um, and just obviously refine how we act so that we can reflect the Lord better. Uh, I think that's super, super cool. Yeah, that's a really beautiful prayer. And I really like that. I don't think I have anything else. So Chris, will you pray us out? Yeah, definitely. Dearly Father, um, thank you just for uh, the person listening to this uh, this podcast, Lord. Um, and also just for um, Addison and Sophie, Lord. Thank you that um, just from this moment forward, Lord, that we're just able to see um your heart for us and not only your heart for us, but your heart for the other people around us, Lord. Um, and that we're able to see the lost and the brokenhearted inside of the people that, um, that we love the most Lord. Um, and same with the people on the streets, Lord, thank you that we're not able to, uh, look at them in the eyes of like, Hey, this person's crazy. This person's this or that, but we're able to see them and, and, know that they're broken and in what they're broken with Lord. And they were able to minister effectively um, to that person, Lord. So thank you, Jesus, that, um, 
they're we're just able to to just spend time in your presence lord and just spend time in rest um and just be poured into lord and continue to pour out um, from that abundance lord thank you jesus um just for touching the heart of anybody listening to this lord um and just ministering to them and leading them and guiding them lord thank you lord that um you lead your sheep to grassy pastures lord thank you lord that um that they're just able to to have that peace um that not only that their situation they're going through right now lord um is taken care of but also um that their future is taken care of lord thank you that we know that you've paved our path lord so thank you that your holy spirit is just holding them hand in hand and leading them guiding them each step of the way lord um closer to you lord and closer to your heart in jesus name we pray amen Amen. Thank you so much for joining us, Chris. We loved having you um, and are excited to see everything that the Lord is going to continue to do in and through you. Um, And to the listeners, thank you guys so much for listening. Let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.